0: Welcome to another episode of the Common Man's Take on Sports with Kevin and... Quentin. Alright, let's talk about some uh, college football. So, we are almost done. There's only two weeks left of the regular season, right? And so, there's definitely been some teams that have set themselves apart. And uh, I think that there's going to be some... uh, some pretty good games going down the stretch so i'm going to start this show out i'm going to give my um top 10 rankings as i see them and the way that i think the college football committee should rank them but we all know they're going to do what they want anyway um so this is just based off what i've seen in the games that i watched this weekend this is the way that I think everybody should be ranked, the top ten anyway should be ranked. So I'll start off, Quentin, and then you can give me yours. So number one, um, I'm going to give it to Georgia right now, even though they're—I've kind of been unimpressed by them lately, and I'm not really buying into the Old Miss game because honestly, I really thought Old Miss was overrated anyway. So, I'm just, I don't know. I thought that Georgia was going to dominate that game going into it anyway. I'm just not, I'm not sold on them. Um, Honestly, I think Michigan should be number one, but Georgia is yet to lose. So, I'm going to leave them at number one. Uh, My number two is Michigan simply because they went into Happy Valley and they had grinded out a really tough road win, but they did it under some pretty um, interesting circumstances. They were missing their head coach, which they didn't even find out they'd be missing their head coach until they were on the flight on the way. They found out by social media that Jim Harbaugh had been suspended by the Big Ten. The Big Ten didn't even tell them. And so, you know, that really could have um, distracted from the game and kind of distracted the players, but they didn't let it. They stayed focused. They went into a hostile environment and a very hard place to play in Happy Valley, and they beat a top-10 team with the number-two defense in the college football. And um, I was extremely impressed with the way they gritted out that win, and I think that they deserve to be number-two. My number three will probably surprise some people, but I have Washington because they have that tough win against Oregon, and they continue to gut out wins. They did have a scare against Utah, but um, Utah, Utah does have a good defense, and they've given several teams a scare. And so I Washington is my number three team. I think they've done really well up to now. The only thing in question for me for Washington is I still think that their defense is a bit, bit lackluster. But, I mean, it, they got stops when they needed it, and that offense is explosive. So, they're my number three. I mean. Number four. Uh, it ain't your turn, son. Be quiet. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm, I'm listening.
1: <laughs> I mean, I want to put Washington. <clears throat> Washington, number three, just yet. Okay. Uh, because of the defense. I think the defense just isn't that good. And
0: uh, Well, you'll have your you'll have your time here in just a minute to shine and give your top 10 and we'll we'll see uh number four is ohio state um honestly as much as it pains me to say this i think their defense is improved this year uh do i think it's good enough to win a national championship i'm not sure yet uh but and they have had some struggles that they shouldn't have and some games they shouldn't have struggled in but at the same time, they're still winning, and they've gritted out some of those wins. So, they're my number four team. Florida State is number five on the outside looking in, and I did that solely because um, they almost lost to Miami this weekend, and that's not the first time that they've almost lost to a team that they shouldn't have. Like it was, their error of margin against Miami is razor thin, sharp. The only thing oh, that saved them. Um, for me, watching that game was that quarterback that was in for Miami got hurt on that final drive, and they brought in the quarterback that got benched, uh, Van Dyke, uh, yeah. and he just, he threw that pick to seal the the game. Before he went out, that quarterback for Miami was making some plays.
1: Yeah, um, I think that Miami benched Tyler Van Dyke because he he was a turnover. Yeah, he issue. was struggling. Yeah, he kept he had uh, once I checked his stats. He has now 12 interceptions
0: on the season. Mm-hmm. He's a turnover machine. Um, so I mean. Number six for me is Oregon. Ever since that loss to Washington, they've been uh, reeling off some teams and back to dominating. I think they got a really good defense and a good offense. So, number six. Uh, number seven, I, I I jumped Texas with Alabama just because I think Alabama's been on a roll. And, in my, and I think Texas has been falling off and – my professional opinion, not that I'm a sportscaster or a professional at this, but I think if Alabama and Texas played tomorrow, Alabama wins that game. Even if Brooks doesn't get hurt. They did lose their running back for the season, which is unfortunate for him because there's only two games left to play. He tore his ACL, so he's unfortunately out. But I think even with him in the game and Quinn years back, I think that if Alabama and Texas played again Alabama wins that game. I think that Jalen Milroe has grown since that loss to Texas and he's shown his growth throughout the season in some of these tougher games he's played. So that's why I did that. Texas is obviously number eight. I moved Louisville up to number nine. Um, they've been reeling off some wins too and they look pretty good over in the ACC. And then number ten for me is Oregon State. They've had some pretty nice wins lately too. So um, that's my top ten. Honestly, you could probably switch up Oregon State, and Missouri, if you wanted to. I don't. Missouri is just on the outside of my top ten, so you know they could have just as easily been in that spot. But I think the Oregon State, at least for this week, deserves to be in that ten slot because they've they've played some pretty good games. I actually had some pretty dominating wins too lately. So that is my top ten currently, as it stands. I'm just the way, from what I've seen for the games that I've been able to watch and what I've seen from these teams um, here the last couple of weeks. So now the floor is yours. Right. What say you?
1: <laughs> All right, so my top ten are number one Georgia. I mean, Georgia, impressive winning against Ole Miss. You know, Ole Miss didn't have a good defense, so I expect Georgia to rack up a lot of points.
0: I wasn't really impressed with that win, but the fact that Georgia is still undefeated, I give them the nod for number one. Go ahead.
1: Um, I mean, I think Ole Miss is overrated, too. Um, I just think their defense is horrible uh, because they've uh, allowed 30 probably – Close games to teams they shouldn't have like Texas A mm-hmm. and M, Auburn. And
0: mm-hmm. I agree.
1: Other teams. Yeah,
0: they they barely beat Auburn. They yeah. barely beat A and M. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. I feel like their their schedule is a little fluffed, and, and they barely beat those teams that it's fluffed with. So that's kind of why I'm not really impressed with the 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 Georgia beating Ole Miss like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I expected Georgia to rack up many points because Ole Miss' yeah. defense is horrible. Um, I expected Georgia's defense to kind of stand out in that game. Uh, stop Ole Miss because Ole Miss' offense is okay. I mean, but uh, the defense, Ole Miss is just like USC right now. Ole Miss is just like a USC. They have a horrible defense, um, pretty good offenses, uh, and they're losing because of their defense. Like, look what happened to USC because of their defense. Mm -hmm. They have four losses on the season. I mean, that's that's all because of the defense. So, uh, put George at number one. My number two team will be Michigan. Michigan. Uh, they went into Penn State and just uh, beat them in Happy Valley. I mean, uh, to to play Penn State at Penn State is a hard thing to do. Mm-hmm. It's a hard thing to beat them there. Because mm-hmm. um, in 2021, it was a close game. Michigan barely beat Penn State in Penn State. And, mm-hmm. I mean... Uh, Oh, for Michigan! To go in there without their head coach and beat Penn State in Happy in Happy Valley—that's just uh, amazing. I mean, that's one of the tough tough places to play. Um, you no, know, and Michigan just uh, knocked one out of the crowd. So I gotta put Michigan at number two. Then my number three team might surprise you. Number three team would be Oregon. Um and for Oregon number three. Um, cause their defense is great, their offense is great, they have a great football team, and um I think Oregon deserves to be in that college football playoff once again. Uh, because they're a great team. Even though they lost to Washington, I mean they've ever since they lost to Washington. They've been great. And uh, um, I think they deserve to be number three. The number 14 would be Washington. Um, You know, I think uh, Washington deserves to be at that uh, number four spot. Because they've had some scares. You know, against Oregon they had a scare. And against Utah they had a scare. But, um... USC kind of gave them a scare, um, and uh, I think that but, but but Washington has gotten stops with the defense when they needed to, just like in that Oregon game, and uh, I I just gotta say I think they deserve to be number four. Then my number five team will be Ohio State. Um, Ohio oh, State, really? yes, I mean games that. In games, Ohio State, there's some games on Ohio State's schedule that they don't need to struggle with, and they struggle with. I think Michigan State was uh, a game they were uh, supposed to win, like that, 38-3. Mm-hmm. They was supposed to win by that. And, I mean, the Rutgers game was not supposed to be a tough one. But the Rutgers wasn't that good on the uh, – Defensive side of the ball, their defense just isn't mm. that good, and I don't think they should struggle with Rutgers in that first half. But I mean, they got wins where they were supposed to, so I gotta put my number five and number, number sixteen, Florida State. Florida State, um, they got a scare against Miami, and I think they got a couple scares, like against uh. A little bit against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's defense kind of stopped Florida State, and and, uh, I just think Pittsburgh's offense needs to be better, and that would have been a good game. But uh, I mean, I think that uh, I think that um, Florida State should be number six because they're scared to Miami. You know, that's always that that Miami Florida State game has always been a great game over the years. 80s very close the 90s very close but usually it was always usually it'd be Miami when you brought last second field goal miss or time or a game time field goal miss by Florida State and it's just been that way Um, from the 80s to the 90s Um, I don't think Florida State should have struggled with that game but I mean Florida State no not Florida State Miami Miami's big problem was the QB position. I think it's the QB position for Miami this year. You know, Miami's been looking really good ever since, but ever since their loss to, I think, Georgia Tech, if that was, they just haven't been that good of a team. And they've been losing and losing. and they, They've just had trouble with the QB position. Um, I think if they had a good QB, um, I think Miami wouldn't have lost to. Probably wouldn't have lost to Georgia Tech, uh, and, wouldn't have, and wouldn't have lost. Probably wouldn't have lost to Florida State. Maybe uh, number seventeen will be Alabama. I think Alabama deserves to be at number seven because ever since their Texas loss, they've just Jalen Miller has been uh, getting better and better each game. Um... I think that Nick Saban wasn't sh- so sure about him. Now I think uh, he's sure that he's that he's uh, that he deserves to be that starting QB. And uh, I think that Alabama is a really good team. Uh, ever since that uh, Texas lost, l- lost, uh, and I think that Alabama deserves to be ahead of Texas. So, my number 18 would be Louisville. Uh, Louisville, a uh, great team, you know. Um, I think they deserve to be number eight because, I mean, they're a great football team, you know. And they're, right now, pretty sure, they're second in the ACC uh, at 9-1. and one, And uh, they're... Uh, they're looking really good, you know, and if they continue the last two games of the college football seat, regular season, uh, I think they will, they might have a chance to win the ACC championship game uh, mm-hmm. in uh, December. So, number 19 be Texas. Texas had a struggle against uh, TCU when they weren't supposed to. You know, TCU's not that good of a football team. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they should have struggled with TCU. I mean, you got Jonathan Brooks out for the season with an ACL tear. That's, that's kind of uh, surprising, but I mean... Well, I don't think Texas should have struggled with that type of team, uh, like TCU, because TCU isn't that good of a team, so um, I think Texas... Should have won by a larger margin. Uh, and uh, I think that Texas shouldn't have allowed uh, 30 points in that game to TCU. Because TCU isn't that good of a team. So I got to drop Texas down to number nine. But, I mean, they got to win. So I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to get them out of the top ten, though. Then my number ten team will be Oregon State. Oregon State has been looking pretty good, good, you know. Um, ever since DJ, DJ, or uh transferred there. Oh Young Yeah, he's been he's been a uh, great QB, and I think he's getting um, a reboot. Just mm-hmm. pretending that. He did not transfer from Clemson, and he's being a better QB. And I think he uh, is a great QB with Oregon State. He's having a lot of success there, uh, and I think Oregon State, well, Oregon State deserves to be in the top ten. You know, they're they're a great football team this year, and I think they'll have a pretty good year this year.
0: Can't argue with that. I think they're playing well too.
1: Yes, that's
0: my top ten. All right, it's our top week. ten after what week are we in? Week. Well. 12. Twelve. Yep. So that's yeah. So 11. two more weeks left, man. And college football season's over. There'll be bowl season. Well, conference championships and then bowl season. But man, it's bittersweet. Two games left. College football season goes too fast. No, I. All right. So let's go ahead and uh, shift over to some NFL while we're here. And let's talk a little bit about some of these. Uh, we're we're going to talk about some of these games, but uh, we, we can kind of talk about where our rankings look after week 10. But so uh, I knew the Panthers in the Bears game would be. An ugly game, and the the Bears. Neither team wanted to win. The Bears finally won 16 Yeah,
1: I mean that was last Thursday that night. A, that wasn't a surprise to me. You know, I knew that it would be low scoring game because both teams weren't that good. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I pictured that the Bears would win because I knew that the Panthers just wasn't wouldn't have enough against the Bears. I had a feeling that the Bears would win, and they
0: did 16-13. I mean, that doesn't surprise me at all. It really doesn't surprise me. So, I told you about the AFC North, and man, that prediction is coming true right now. So, the Browns beat the Ravens. I didn't think they would. I thought the Ravens would be motivated to win that game, and they did come out hot. Ravens are up 17-3. And then the Browns came storming back, and they ended up winning that game on a field goal, I believe. Yep, 33-31. And so that division is still tough. That's probably the toughest division in the NFL right now with the Browns, the Steelers, and the Ravens, um, and the Bengals. Yeah. And so another tough matchup is Thursday (laughs) night, the Ravens and the Bengals. And so the Ravens barely won the first go around with Cincinnati wide field goal, I believe. So that's probably going to be another tough one there on Thursday night between the Ravens and the Bengals. So I'll be uh, interested to watch that one. Um, Then you got Detroit and the Chargers. And so again, Detroit came out hot and they went up 17 to 3. And then all of a sudden the Chargers came storming back. And then it was like a boxing match man, haymaker after haymaker. The Lions, you know, ran down the field and scored a touchdown. Then the Chargers turned around and ran down the field and scored a touchdown. And this was literally the game that the last person with the ball won. And Detroit was the last one with the ball. And so they they grinded that clock out. Um with two minutes left in the fourth quarter with the ball in their hands and kicked the game winning walk off field goal as time expired. What a game that was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that was a very good game. I mean, I expected
0: That was Lions, a crazy game. Yeah,
1: um, I expected Lions to
0: like, really like,
1: shut out the, uh, the I, uh, Chargers.
0: Like you're talking time of possession, Lions 30 minutes and 34 seconds. The Chargers 29 minutes and 26 seconds. Like that's almost identical right there. Total drives, Lions obviously had the last one, so they had 10 and the Chargers had 9. 64 total plays for the Lions, 68 for the Chargers, 533 total yards for the Lions, 421 for the Chargers. Like, neither defense got on the bus, or got off the bus, I should say. Like, both defenses stayed on the bus clearly, but the offenses got off the bus because, man, they were cooking on all cylinders.
1: Yeah. Um. Uh. There was passing, passing total yards, 333 yeah. for the Lions and
0: 323 for the Chargers. That's only 10. that's insane, man. Two passing touchdowns for Lions, four for the Chargers, and then the Lions had 200 total rushing yards. The Chargers only had 98. So I guess the Lions defense showed up. Uh. In the run game, in the run game but wow. Like that's insane. I don't remember the last time I saw the Lions have three hundred, over three hundred passing yards and two hundred rushing yards in one game, and three more rushing touchdowns. And there was only one turnover in the game. Uh, Chargers threw an uh, interception. Herbert threw a pick. But man, like that was <laughs> that was one offensive explosion by both teams. Um not even going to talk about the New England Colts game. Neither one of them were very good. Minnesota beat the Saints uh, 27-19. I
1: mean, I didn't expect that. I I expected the Saints to win. I expected the Saints defense to be tough against the Vikings offense, but I mean, I guess the Vikings overcame it.
0: Yep. So the – So – Actually, let's go back to that game. The New Orleans defense did not get off the bus in that game. They allowed TJ Hawkinson uh, over 100 yards receiving and like three touchdowns in the first half, and I think that's a record for a tight end in the first half of a game. He had an insane first half. Wow, man. He went off. The Niners destroyed Jacksonville 34-3. to um, So, uh, San Francisco beefed up their defense at the trade deadline with some pretty pretty big acquisitions. So, uh, we'll see if that continues to pay off for them. Yeah, because um, I mean,
1: Nick Bosa Chase Young really, they've been uh, really good in Chase Young's debut as a 49er. Mm-hmm. I mean, Three points. Jacksonville couldn't do much. I mean that forty nine offense just uh, real was really good, you know. That so that ends Jacksonville's five game winning streak mm-hmm. ever since starting one and two. So mm-hmm. Jacksonville will now be
0: six and three. Houston pulled off the win against Cincinnati, walk off field goal.
1: I thought that'd be a tough game. Actually,
0: you game. thought Cincinnati would win that game, so that surprised me that that they let Houston sneak out with that win.
1: I mean, I thought I thought it was gonna be a high-scoring game. I thought I had a feeling Houston was gonna win because uh, I know Houston's offense's pretty good. Their defense isn't that good. Uh, Cincinnati's defense is good, but they lost some parts in the off season. And uh I think that uh since these defense just couldn't stop um Houston and I guess Houston came out with the win.
0: I know they're missing some offensive pieces too, I think. Yeah. P- Pittsburgh, uh, <laughs> they struggled with the Packers but they ended up winning twenty three to nineteen, so Pittsburgh moves to six
1: three. Yeah, um you know uh, just a little history. Packers haven't beat Pittsburgh uh, in per- Pittsburgh since
0: 1970. Mm. So, I mean, interesting. I didn't know that.
1: 53 years of ever since Bart Starr was there.
0: <laughs> so, uh, mm. Seattle beat Washington to move on to six and three. They beat them by a field goal, 29-26. Mm. Dallas destroyed the Giants, which I said they were overrated at the beginning of the year, and I was correct. Yeah. The Las Vegas Raiders eked out a win against the Giants, 16-12, to 12, or Giants, against the Jets. And then you have the Broncos-Bills game last night, in which the Broncos won. And so now the Bills sit at 5-5. Five and five which means they better get it together or they're in danger of not even making the playoffs right now.
1: Yeah, I mean...
0: As a matter of fact, if the season ended today, you'd have the Dolphins, the Ravens, the Steelers, and the Browns. And then you'd have the Jaguars and then the Chiefs and then the Eagles. Sorry, not the Eagles. Excuse me, the Chiefs. And then it would be a toss up between the Raiders and the Bills who currently sit at five and five. One, two, one. Yep. Five. Yep. Actually no, the Texans would make it in before them. Six and Chief Seven. So yeah, right now the Texans would make it in over the Bills or the Raiders. So like the right now, the Bills wouldn't even be in the playoffs. So if they don't get it together, they won't make the playoffs.
1: No, um, I think the Bills have been having some trouble ever since the off season, uh, with that whole Stefan Diggs thing.
0: mm mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on there, but boy, they better figure it out.
1: Yeah, because I mean, they the Bills just haven't been that good of a team this year, and uh, they need to fix. They need to fix whatever's going on in Buffalo, because
0: uh, right. they
1: they might not make the playoffs. right now this right, right right of, right uh, now it's... your
0: your playoff picture looks like in AFC it looks like the Dolphins, the Ravens, the Steelers, the Browns, the Jaguars, the Chiefs, and the, and the Texans. Texans. That's your playoff picture currently, as it stands. That's the top teams in the AFC. That's the top seven teams.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: And then when you're looking at the NFC, you're looking at the Eagles, the Lions, the 49ers, the Seahawks, the Cowboys. Saints are currently winning their division. And then next in line would be the, I don't even know, uh, Vikings, I guess, at six and four would be the, the seventh team. The Seahawks? Yep. The, the Giants, or the Giants, the Vikings would sneak in at six and four, more than likely, oh, in were. An NFC. Yeah,
1: they would.
0: <laughs> yep, they would be the seventh teams. So yeah, that's that's what your playoff picture looks like as of right now. That's the top seven teams in the NFC and the top seven teams in the AFC. That's crazy. So uh man, a lot of stuff going on. A lot of teams starting to separate themselves. And you're starting to see that, you know, upper echelon, the uh, kind of, you know, next level down. This the you get you have your your top echelon like the the uh, Chiefs, the Lions, the Ravens. Which the Ravens kind of drop down now one now, uh, and then you got your. You know, dark horses are your your middle of the pack guys who will get into the playoffs right now. So, that's, uh, that's what it looks like right now. Man, college is almost over. NFL's uh, halfway done. So, football season is, man, almost over. the nba is playing their in-season tournament right now they're currently playing it we'll see how that kind of plays out Uh, that's all i really have for today do you have anything else
1: uh nope that's all i have
0: all right that'll do it for our show today we thank you for listening don't forget recommend us to your friends uh please subscribe and like If you don't like listening to podcasts, but you still like listening to us, then hop on over to YouTube. we got a YouTube channel, same thing, called Men's Take on Sports. And in two more episodes, we'll do our first video recording episode and post it on our YouTube channel. So be looking out for that. Uh, You guys have a good night.